On today's episode of Survival Dispatch News, uh, we're discussing Bill Gates and his unwanted intervention in the global food supply chain. Hey guys, today's video is sponsored by Taser Self-Defense. Full disclosure here, Taser did not pay us to feature their product in today's video. They did, however, send us this Taser Pulse device. As a former law enforcement officer and certified Taser self-defense instructor, I'm really excited to tell you about the Taser Pulse. This is a, a really effective, less lethal self-defense tool. It's designed to immobilize an attacker for up to 30 seconds. It's got a 15-foot range. I want to show you what these cartridges look like. It's got a 15-foot range. It uses the same technology trusted by law enforcement and was built with civilian self-protection in mind. Weighs in about, um, uh, about a half a pound. Uh, and this is a really high-tech device. This is revolutionizing the self-defense market. It's legal in 49 states. And I can tell you right here in Florida, it doesn't even require a concealed carry license. Uh, the Taser Pulse comes with two of these cartridges, a battery pack. This particular package also comes with this awesome Blade Tech holster as well. It's got good retention. I've actually tested this holster. And the Taser Self-Defense Safe Escape Replacement Plan, with, which replaces your Taser if you ever have to use it in self-defense and leave it behind. Um, it, same thing the law enforcement guys use. Guys, check this out. You don't want to be on the receiving end of that. To learn more about less lethal devices like the Taser Pulse, just hit that link we provided. And thanks for watching. And we're back. And we're joined by Jason Sawyer once again today. Hello. Thanks for stepping in, Jason. Uh, we specifically asked Jason to kind of weigh in today because he has a lot of knowledge and an affinity uh, for health and health-related uh, topic so a little bit of background to this before we open up the discussion so in a former life one of the hats that i wore was a um, product evangelist for sun microsystems largest unix vendor in the world i was a subject matter expert in the field of linux at the time which was a very nascent technology uh, that's no longer the case uh, linux is the most prevalent operating system in the entire world android is linux based google's entire business model is linux based any appliances that you have that are smart appliances are linux based whether it be a tv a refrigerator a wireless access point or anything in between so a very ubiquitous operating system and significantly better than any junk that's ever come out of microsoft so when I was a product evangelist, I had a, you know, a cadre of Microsofties who would follow me around and heckle me while I was delivering speeches at industry trade events. And it was actually a lot of fun because uh, they didn't have the level of knowledge that I did. And it was fun sparring with them and it was good entertainment for the people. And <clears throat> so at that point in time, Microsoft had been convicted under the Sherman antitrust laws <clears throat> for manipulating the PC community or industry. And I will connect this to the current uh, food situation that we have quickly. Long story short is Microsoft went to all the OEMs and said, you're going to pay us $50 for every computer you ship out the door, personal computer for a, a Microsoft Windows license. And if you don't do that, we're going to charge you $150 per unit that you ship that has our software and the ones that you don't have our software, uh, you know, do whatever you want. So margins extremely tight in that world. You know, Dell was working off five gross margins. You had Compaq, HP, so on and so forth. It's been a lot of consolidation because the margins were so low. 
And so that's illegal. You cannot manipulate the industry that way. And Bill Gates has an extremely long track record as an evil SOB. Um, he is a piece of crap, full stop. Um, you know, he stole DOS. He peddled it to IBM. I could go into down a very deep rabbit hole of all the laws that this guy has broken. He's been convicted of. Uh, he has been a blight on society from the get-go. So Bill Gates has taken it upon himself now to interfere in the food supply chain. So he's one of the largest owners, for example, of chicken ranches, chicken farms. Um, he owns companies that make egg um, simulated products from Soylent, for example. And so he's also been one of the strong proponents of uh, people you know, eating bugs and so on and so forth. Not a conspiracy theory. This is the truth. So you, we then have the whole, um, and I'm going to try and choose my words carefully here so that we don't get nuked by YouTube, but that stuff that people have been putting in their bodies to keep that, you know, uh, ailment uh, at bay, uh, there's a significant portion of the world who hasn't taken uh, those injections. Africa is a prime example. And so Africa's uh, death rate has been stable over the past few years. Industrialized countries with a larger number of people who've taken this bad medicine have seen tremendous increase in death rates, especially for younger people, 25, 35, 45 years old. We've got professional athletes dropping like flies, so on and so forth. So how does this relate to Bill Gates? So Bill Gates has taken it upon himself to start injecting animals in the food supply chain in Africa with this toxic substance to ward off what is nothing more than influenza and that's how his plan is is to get this toxic crap into people's bodies in africa and it's essentially a pilot program that they'll he's going to try roll out here in america and there's all kinds of people who have ailments you know heart disease and whatnot if you take this stuff you're good as dead um the, the guy is just downright evil uh you know i won't use profanity even though i want to so you have this whole chain of things that Bill Gates is involved in. You have him buying up food producing ranches and farms. You have him interfering in, in the chicken feed industry for crying out loud, where there's multiple instances of his products being fed to chickens. They stop laying eggs. Then people slowly been discovering that if they take them off that food and they put them on, you know, table scraps or other food, all of a sudden they start producing eggs again. You have him pushing these genetically modified foods uh, that cause all sorts of problems. So, again, this is a really deep rabbit hole, Jason, that I could go down and I really dislike Bill Gates as an individual. But since you're more of a subject matter expert on health than I am, what are your thoughts on this mess? Um, yeah, so I think we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, you know, nutrition, a good, solid nutritional diet is, is a huge portion of being healthy, being fit. Um, you can exercise all you want. You can be a, a workout fiend, but if you're not feeding your body with the, the appropriate nutrition, you're never going to see the results that you're looking for. And more likely you're probably going to get, get injured because your body just can't repair itself very effectively. So the fact that we're slowly but steadily uh introducing the crap into our diets even unknowingly you know people are misled by all of the things out there by these people that and it's it's infuriating because you get these things that say you know you know for example when the low fat the no fat you know zero sugars and all that stuff zero sugar additives all those lies that 
are deceived by into um, thinking that they're eating healthy foods because these, you know, why would these companies lie to them? Of course, it's a healthy food. It says right on the label, you're being deceived by this stuff and it's, it's killing our bodies slowly, but surely. Um, and people, even really, really young people are dying of all of these horrible, they're, they're developing diabetes at really, really young ages. And, and it's just, it's really, really sad. And they're just not, you'll never be who you, you were meant to become without proper nutrition. It's just, it's a fact. Garbage in, garbage out. You yeah. Know? And, Good. you know, I've got whatever, 15, 16 years on you. So I remember during the eighties when we were fed this line that, uh, you know, uh, fat is evil. When we have to take fat out of American's diet, yeah. um, at the end of the day, fat adds flavor. So when yeah. you take fat out of food, it tastes like crap. So what they do, they put sugar in everything. And there's a ton of studies that show that, that sugar uh, lights up the cerebral cortex, just like cocaine, highly mm. addictive. And they did it on purpose. It was by design. And, uh, you know, all these things you just described, health ailments have exploded since then. And, mm -hmm. You know, it's my wife is big into this topic as well. And she said, you know, there's a ton of products, food products here in America that are illegal in other countries. I know. There's yeah, a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's especially disturbing for me, again, because there's, a you know, an axe to grind on my part, is Bill Gates doing this stuff. Who elected Bill Gates, you know, to ensure that we have toxic chemicals put in our body to again ward off the influenza because that's all i'm going to call it to you know the average 20 year old today has something like the same testosterone level as the average 70 year old did in the early 2000s yeah direct result of the poisoning of our food system yeah you can see it in the young men today uh, they're yeah. just soft and weak yeah absolutely um, yeah, Bill <clears throat> It's um, getting back onto Bill Gates. He he paints a picture of himself as this, you know, this this world philanthropist, philanthropist, where he wants to make the world a better place and and save the children of Africa from starving, and and that he's doing this all at a sacrifice. He's he's giving up so much to be able to help the world, and and I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> I don't believe it for a second based on some of the things that you've just said, for example. But. Um, like I was watching one video where he was talking about a, a genetically modified maize, as he calls it, which I don't know why he calls it maize. It's corn. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's a I think there's a French translation there. If memory serves yeah, me right, I, I, some people around the world call it that. But anyway, so he was calling it maize, which was irritating to me. But anyway, he was talking about this genetically modified corn that you know that, that produces this higher yield and is drought tolerance and all this stuff. But at what cost? You know, what does that do to the the overall environment, the overall that all the all the plants around that that are required. So basically some of these plants require certain types of fertilizers and certain types of treatments to be able to, to be prosperous. And if you don't supply them with those certain types of fertilizers and those certain types of herbicides and pesticides and all of that, they, they won't grow at all. And you, you, if you follow the money, like you always say, if you follow the money trail, you see where it comes from. And if suddenly now that these genetically modified organisms, these GMO plants are being introduced into the fields, they're, they're eradicating the natural, uh, the natural forms of corn. If you can, if you can say that there are those, some people argue that the native Americans did, you know, did uh, modifications to the corn from the very beginning. But, but, but what I'm getting at is that, it's changing the environment. It's changing the plant life around the world. I've heard even crazy stuff about, um, what is it? Uh, trees that, 
produce more oxygen or, or absorb they absorb more carbon dioxide so mm. so so by genetically modifying these forests around the world to absorb more carbon dioxide we are you know decreasing the global warming effect and to me that's terrifying like you're telling me you're telling me that you think this is going to be a good for the environment good for the world by by creating these these artificial forests that absorb more carbon dioxide there's going to be negative effects of this stuff there's going to be you can't screw with you can't screw with something like that and expect there to not be consequences you're disrupting the natural order of things so a couple quick comments um back to the whole fat thing for example since you mentioned native americans so prior to you know europeans coming to north america you know native americans were pretty lean and a significant portion of their diet was fat i mean Mm -hmm. they ate everything that they killed and there was some element of natural sugars in corn and whatnot but there was a significant portion of their diet was fat-based and yet look how healthy they were and it wasn't until we got here and started feeding them things like alcohol that are laden with sugars that you know our types of health problems started happening in their community second thing is bill gates back on schedule because he's truly an evil sob He's currently traveling around Australia in one of his jets. It's a $70 million jet. He has four of them worth just under $200 million that spews a ton of pollution into the atmosphere, railing against, uh, you know, global warming and climate change. And it took me a while to figure this out. Again, I've been around long enough that when this whole global warming bullshit started in the 80s, uh, that I've seen firsthand, you know, jerk offs like Al Gore saying the world's going to end in 1995 from unless we do something global warming. And then it comes and goes. And AOC, you know, another turn up brain like Joe Biden said, spewing the same freaking garbage. And, you know, at the end of the day, on this particular topic, the, you know, lack of care and concern for the environment, this is global warming climate change, whatever you want to call it, is predicated on one thing and one thing only, convincing the entire world, the population of the entire world, that we have a common enemy. And in order to battle this common enemy, we have to have a one world order, one government worldwide. And, you know, this 100% tied to this globalist agenda. And uh, we are literally the firewall uh, between, um, you know, globalism, and freedom if america falls the whole rest of the world will fall we're the only ones left who have any guns you know so the and the system's much more fragile than people think it is i mean i mean we can dive down this rabbit hole for a second but it's 1776 three percent of the population stood up to the king of england said we're not paying your taxes you know no no taxation no representation that sort of thing and Mm -hmm. so if you translate that into modern day terms somewhere maybe around a 1.6 million ish active duty military maybe seven eight hundred nine hundred thousand reservists uh six seven hundred thousand law enforcement agents call it somewhere like 3.2 million people for example if you were to take three three percent of our population you're talking 11 12 million people half of the people that i mentioned that you know are government employees believe in the libertarian view like we do the system would collapse overnight if people just stood up against all this bullshit. You know, this, yeah. these woke agendas, the manipulation of our food, the manipulation of our political processes. I mean, who knows? We might get slapped on the wrist from YouTube from this. I'm trying to choose my word oh. carefully, 
but I really feel but, we're we're approaching critical mass on this type of subject. The, the really frustrating thing to me, probably the most frustrating thing, is that you just don't know what to believe, right? You know, like uh, before we did this talk, I was doing a little bit of just just real quick research on some of the things that Bill Gates has actually said, and I've seen, watched the videos of him actually speaking. But then, like you know, you you uh, on the one of the very first things that pops up is like you know the fact checkers, you know, independent fact checkers have proven yeah. that Gates didn't right. actually. Yeah. But then you can see the video of him actually saying the thing, and it's not taken out of context, and it's just like, like I, it's hard for me to fathom that 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 in the world people exist to do harm at the profit of themselves to to elevate themselves to a higher power of, of some sort and because I, I just don't understand that i can't relate to it i don't um i think you and i are the same in that we want to see people be uh prosperous we want people to be happy and we want the best for the people around us we don't want to see anyone struggling or suffering or starving or any of that stuff and it's really difficult for me to relate at all to someone that that desires that for their own profit and own gain and so it's i find it i'm skeptical at first if i'm honest if i'm, I'm skeptical at first if i'm honest about all of the the headlines saying bill gates is this evil you know this this evil empire the bill and uh, melinda gates foundation is this evil empire out to destroy the world and i'm hesitant to believe it because it's just so far outside of what i believe of my values and beliefs, you know, that I can't imagine someone really wanting that. Um, now I know the truth. I know that evil exists. I know it's a thing. It's just, man, it's, it's a tough one. Well, Bill Gates in particular has a very long and uh, well-known and established history yeah. of doing evil things. He's as yeah. crooked as a dog's hind leg. Yeah. And the agendas that he's pushing are harmful to everybody in the world but especially so to those of us in america and uh, you know he wields tremendous power was never elected by any of us and uh, he's doing some truly you know crappy things sure. and a, a, a spotlight needs to be shone on him yeah and he's doing it under the guise of the the clever disguise of of saving the world you know right. what i mean yeah <laughs> Right, it's infuriating. It's a, it's crazy. Intention drives everything. He has the uh, very nefarious goals out of all of this. You know, in our household, we're deeply concerned on the topic of our food supply being poisoned further. It's it's bad enough that you know. So when I was a kid, I loved cornflakes, and they were made from corn. And today, they're yeah. just made from chemical soup. And yeah. cheese whiz was made from cheese. You know. 15, 20 years ago, there was a mass exodus of food scientists from major food companies because they disagreed vehemently with taking all the natural stuff out of the food and throwing this chemical soup in there yeah. sort of thing. Um, it's not getting better anytime soon. As a matter of fact, it's getting worse. Um, if they try to get to those of us who, I'm just going to say it straight out, are purebloods and didn't, you know, uh, bite the on the whole uh, malarkey to use a Joe Biden word over this, you know, these injections that shall remain unnamed. So they're going to try to get it to us through our food supply. When That's messed we, up. Yeah. yeah. We have young people dropping like flies and, you know, the guy who invented that whole thing, the, you know, that four letter word of what's in those injections, 
uh, first name Robert, um, last name rhymes with Sloan. Um, and he's been saying for years, don't put this stuff in your body. It'll, it'll wreck your immune system. And so it takes about three years, according to him, for that stuff to really damage your immune system. So we're on the cusp of seeing things happen more and more as far as like athletes dropping like flies. They're trying to normalize cardiac arrest for young right. people. Totally I saw, normal. Happens I, saw, all the- I yeah. saw an idiot on a video the other day ago who's an MD and everything saying, you know what? We just discovered that every year when there's a flu uh outbreak that it's immediately followed by a tremendous number of strokes and trying to say that this is the natural order of things been going on for years but we just discovered it now and i'm thinking to myself just another shill spewing complete and utter bs to keep the sheep in line to believe oh this has nothing to do with that crap that we told you had to put in your body you know, and it's just the natural order of things. Total BS and evil, evil people behind this stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, do you have any other thoughts before we wrap up, Jason? Before oh, I thought- end up going off on a rant and getting us a strike? <laughs> no, and, um, yeah, it, it's it, so basically the frustrating thing about that is this. If you can't trust the food supply, um you're left to what? What are your options? Your options are to buy and store up as much as you possibly can now while you can still somewhat trust it um, or grow and raise your own food stuffs. And not everybody's in a position to do that. I mean, whether it be your location, whether it be your skill set, your physical abilities, your financial situation, not everybody can just, you know, start their own farm and raise all the food stuffs that they need. That's and that's a scary thing too, because you got if, if you control the food, you control the people, and they know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if if it's possible to insert these uh, diabolical nastiness into people's foods, whether they people know it or not, you know it, it's it, man, it's just that is such a frustrating thing. Because there's how do you fight that? You know what do you do? I mean, I'm doing everything I can to fight something like that, but even. I don't produce a hundred percent of my own food, not even close. Um, small communities you could potentially do, uh, you know, gather the people around you and, and a little bit here. So, you know, you got a buddy that grows potatoes and this person has chickens and this person has cows and whatever. And you can kind of uh, food share that way. And I guess that's an option for us. And maybe we have to go back to a lifestyle like that, which is not, which is frustrating that you, or you have, you're forced into doing that. Well, I appreciate you raising that topic. So, you know, we've got some upcoming videos uh, on survival dispatch reviews on things like uh, grow tents, which are not very expensive. Uh, Mm -hmm. 60 bucks for a four foot by four foot by seven foot unit that you can put indoors, hydroponics, you put outside, you know, depending on the climate um, and growing some of your own fruits and vegetables. And then uh, we're also imminently fixing to start a series of videos on freeze drying. Uh, it's it's the best way to preserve food and maintain the nutritional content. Uh, so we'll actually be shooting some content on that, by the way, this afternoon. Today. Say again? I'm freeze drying some food today. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, you know, so we're going to today, uh, Cindy and I are going to do a, a video on assembling uh, a freeze dryer. And then we're going to start freeze drying stuff and showing people how easy it is to do. 
the barrier to entry is the cost, which is fairly high. So it yeah. might be something where multiple friends or family chip in to get a freeze dryer. Um, you're talking 25 plus year shelf life. When you freeze dry something, throw an O2 absorber in the bag, mylar bag, and tuck it away for you know a yep. rainy day. So yeah, our choices are limited, but we still do have some choices. Uh, the, the probably like the biggest concern I have out of all of that is you know let's say you go to Win Dixie whatever and you buy a meat product, where'd the meat product come from? How much tampering has there been? So beyond just you know injecting livestock with antibiotics and other drugs this other four letter crap that bill gates is introducing into africa and said straight up he's going to introduce it to our food supply here um how do you ensure that even what you're stockpiling and preserving isn't poison in the first place right so uh, you know we're we are literally on the cusp of a global food crisis that we have never seen before and if you want if people expend the energy to actually go and look into this stuff instead of memorizing regurgitating mainstream media bullshit talking points you'll see that there's all kinds of stuff going on globally that's putting massive pressure on you know the the supply chain for food so it's it's kind of like double whammy there's not going to be enough food to feed everybody and the food that's widely available at the grocery significant portion of it is poisoned yeah so yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah yeah take your pick right do your homework and yeah. uh for crying out loud you know they they want to call people like us conspiracy theorists but you know newsflash every single thing that we've been talking about the past few years has been proven to be correct every last one of them so you can call us conspiracy theorists all you want i mean if if somebody's that dim-witted that they're going to continue to believe this mainstream media i mean we've discussed this on here before where you know a news station is broadcasting xyz and you you pull up another station and it's verbatim word for word and and you put it into a collage all playing at the same time and it sounds like the borg for crying out loud you know yeah so all right. Well, we'll wrap up there. Uh, appreciate you jumping in, uh, Jason, and uh, looking forward to seeing you uh, towards the end of next week. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. See you, man.